Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Old for TikTok, episode 132. Hope everyone had a great Labor Day. We're in September. TikTok is off to a great start in September. Catalina, what's new with you? What's new with me? I feel like I see you all the time now, so nothing really. I'm currently drinking a Spindrift, as per usual. Great. Um, this time out of a straw. Fancy. Um, to really, later we'll get to a TikTok that talks about drinking your beverageinos with a straw and how it like really elevates your life. Yeah, in our food section, food drink section. But other than that, you know, just keep it on, keep it on. How about you? Excellent. I'm drinking a Gatorade Zero. I need to oh, hydrate mm-mm. after this weekend. Oh, I love a Gatorade Zero. Disgusting. Um, I had an amazing Labor Day. I spent a lot of time with my cousin's children. I went to Coney Island, rolled Your the fave. cyclone twice. My dad's band, he had a gig there. Um, I took my cousin's kids on some rides. It was really just like my perfect weekend. Went fishing, went on a oh. boat pool beach you know what it's perfect club another club no sleep (laughs) yeah yeah no i actually i slept a lot because i don't know if everyone knows but kids are a lot of work what (laughs) excuse me yeah what um that's shocking yeah well somewhere you're not gonna find kids is burning man maybe i don't think there's an age limit I don't think people bring their children to Burning Man, but um, I'm so glad that we brought Burning Man up on our last episode because that's all over the news. There's so much on TikTok and it's just giving so much to us. Yeah, I think I wasn't really sure if we had like brought it, if we had, you know, brought it into the universe in the sense that. I willed it into, I manifested it into my algorithm, but then I just realized like, no, this has actually been a historic year for Burning Man. It is very much so because of the rains. So the playa turned into just one big mud bath, as everyone knows. President Biden has to get briefed on it. It's like an emergency situation. It's it's no joke, really. It's like, I think someone reported there was one death reported, what? I heard, on the news. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it is it is a really serious situation. It's insane. But I am glad that, you know, people are posting TikTok videos of it. And we're getting mm-hmm. an, an insight to it. Uh, so we get it on TikTok. We got it on the news. And I will say to kick off, you know, the TikTok-ness of it all, there is a user named at Aces Sculptrix with an X at the end. And she posted before Burning Man, you know, not knowing what was to come, she posted five terrible things about Burning Man. I'm about to go to Burning Man for the second time. Here are five terrible things about Burning Man nobody tells you. The playa is not a sand dune, sand-based desert. It's an ancient alkali salt bed. It becomes a fine dust that covers your skin, fills your lungs, and is basic, the opposite of acidic. 
Many people's skin reacts to the dust by cracking and turning red. It actively dehydrates you. You have to wash yourself in some sort of acid like vinegar or lemon juice in order to neutralize the playa before you can wash it off and it will stay in your clothes and tent and gear forever. Burning Man has also become a playground for rich assholes. It costs a lot of money to go to Burning Man now and they even have a special tier called a FOMO ticket where you can pay over a thousand dollars to guarantee that you get a ticket to go, meaning only the ultra wealthy can afford to do that. These wealthy camps are usually the only ones who can afford to bring massive sound stages and art to the playa so they're the ones who get the best experience, the best placement, and the most perks like electricity. Despite claiming to be a leave no trace event, Burning Man is incredibly wasteful with over 10,000 bicycles left every year by people who just abandon them on top of all of the other garbage and trash that is either left on playa or left along the roads on the side including entire art cars. There's a surprising amount of crime in Black Rock City including theft, rape, uh, violent attacks, etc. It is a literal city of 70,000 people, and with that many people, it's very hard for folks to be held accountable for their shitty actions. This is also a place where a large amount of people are taking substances and being made vulnerable, which allows people to take advantage of them in their vulnerable state. This feels extra shitty, especially with reason number five, there are cops everywhere. Not only does Black Rock City have their own police force called Rangers, there are a huge amount of undercover federal cops there whose only job is to make money off of fines. The most common way of doing this is finding someone who has happy leaf on them and then giving them a fine and taking all their stuff. Nobody told me any of this the first time that I went to Burning Man, so keep that in mind the next time someone's going off about how Burning Man is a utopian society and expounding on the 10 principles. I really hope I have a good time this time though. So I love how this video ends, but she's like, all right, but you know, I'm still a burner. I'm still going. Yeah, like, she started, yeah. she's like, I mean, I go to Burning Man, but I hate it. And this is why. Yeah, and this is why, <laughs> right. Which is hysterical, which you know what? I could relate to that. Like, I feel like running a marathon is like that. Running a marathon is like terrible and stupid, but I still do it. That's only like, you know, running a marathon takes me, you know, five, six hours of my life. Burning Man is like, days and that I just I can't I mean you know training for a marathon is also a lot of time yeah but I don't know if that's a good comparison I don't know about that either. yeah maybe another leisure activity but you know it's I thought this take was interesting I mean most of the times when you're seeing critiques of music festivals I mean one of the major critiques of Burning Man is this notion of like leave no trace that right like really doesn't happen and how it has a huge ecological footprint for being a purportedly like self-sustaining festival and everyone also really is always saying like it started out a certain way and then now it's everyone in their rvs all the rich people having like better access or Mm -hmm. having access to resources i mean it's really like a microcosm of society (laughs) it totally is that's what you get for having seventy thousand people like start their own society it's just and where it's like pay for access well i mean i think the people who are allowing for like differential treatment vis-a-vis purchasing power are the people running the festival not the people going to the festival yes Yes, of course so this user posted that video before burning man and the comments were going crazy and one of the comments were spoiler alert they did not in fact have a good time right i mean i guess we have to explain what happened which is that yeah it, it it has been historically wet Yes. And bad weather, bad rain. And this isn't just like any music festival that's getting rained out. This is the bottom of a dried up lake. 
Mm-hmm. So it, they're dealing with a level of like mud and wetness and sort of like environmental adversity that you wouldn't normally have in like a city based or even like Coachella, you know? Right, right. And the the access in and out is basically One cut road. off. Yeah, because right. it's run road and cars would just sink into the mud, like bikes sink into the mud. So there with the mud, there was no way in and out. I believe it's drying up now and by the time mm-hmm. we post the podcast, like it should be like fine and sunny, hopefully. Um, And people will be able to get in. Some people left. And a good example of the people who left were uh, Diplo and And Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Well, well, this was actually a really funny aspect of this is that oftentimes, and this happens with Coachella as well, there is like a helipad or something. So the celebrities do not have to go through the process that's captured really well in a video by At The Destinations, which shows how... And this is every year getting in and out of the festival. You have to wait to go on a very short strip of road for like nine hours to get into the festival. So normally celebrities and like, you know, whatever, the wealthy can skip this line with their blade helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of helicopter. (laughs) Some sort of helicopter, plane or whatever. But they can't this year because of the runway being mud. Right. Right. So Diplo and Chris Rock hitched a ride with just random people on the back of a pickup truck. And of course, Diplo being the, you know, TikTok celebrity he is too. He posted a video about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they got, they got, they, they got, got out, out before the raids. Yeah. So, but a lot of people say it. So the uh, same person who did the the five terrible things about Burning Man and, and someone left a comment, you know, spoiler alert, they didn't have a good time. She posted a, a video in response to that comment that's saying like, oh, I'm actually having a good time, but also then proceeds to like tell us terrible things. Yes. Update from the dust. I am still alive, although you can see the sun in time has taken its toll. It's Sunday morning and out there is the man still not burnt yet. We're only a little bit underwater. The paths have started to dry up. The five shitty things I talked about in my last video are still true and still out here. There's tons of cops, there's rich fuckers, there's trash everywhere, the infrastructure is failing, our camp is without power and water, currently the porta potties can't be serviced due to the mud, so everything's sort of overflowing, but I, in fact, am having an excellent time, because I am not an influencer or someone who just comes here to look good, I'm an artist, welder, fabricator, survivalist person, so we have plenty of water, we have structure, we have food for days, the schadenfreude of watching people realize that they're stuck in the mud and can't go anywhere and are trapped, it's a little bit tasty, not gonna lie. Everyone is okay here, though. We take care of each other. We make sure everybody's okay. It'll be all right. Supposedly, we're not gonna be able to leave until Tuesday or Wednesday, but we'd already planned for that. Most people are packing up, kind of feeling like it's the end, closing down their camps, getting ready for more rain, trying not to get stuck in the mud. I've seen lovely plastic bag shoes, plastic bag dresses, garbage bag feet, bare feet, everything. It's a fashion show out here. I was thinking about you the whole time that I was watching all these videos. Because, especially when we get to some of the mud videos. Yeah. <laughs> and I the mean, shower video. <laughs> we could get to that. I, I mean, yeah, the shower videos at Angie's Peacock's MSW. So this is really funny, but I thought showers were included, and I, that's what they told me. <laughs> so here, I'm thinking, like, Planet Fitness looking shower. No, here's the shower. So you fill your bucket of water right here, and then you wave your fob in front. The water comes out, 
in. You basically have eight seconds to rinse off. Uh oh, it got in my mouth. That was not good. Tastes like vinegar. Ew. You get an eight second shower? Well, it's a desert. And also, someone explained, one of the videos explained that. Yeah, like you, it's a vinegar shower because the the way the dust is, so right. the water has like vinegar in it. So it's like a very. Now I'm gonna mess it up. It's either basic or acidic. I'm gonna say it's basic. Yeah, it's basic because you need to use vinegar to wash it. Yeah, because you're at the bottom. You're not just in any muddy field. Right, and it's you're like at the like bottom sand. of a dried up lake bed. Yeah. and so when it gets wet or when you get the dust on you, it's not just any old dirt. It's this like very basic dirt that you need to wash with an alkaline substance yes. in order to get it off of you. Oh, the, so the showering <laughs> reminds me of I did when I studied abroad in Australia we took a boat to like Whitehaven Beach and it was a beautiful beach but they tell you like don't take long showers because if you run out of water we basically like have to cut the trip short and go back but of course like I was scuba diving all day I wanted to get the ocean off me so I take a shower I wash my hair because I always wash my hair and the water ran out and it was like after like three minutes I can't not shower especially if there is a shower there um, we didn't. I didn't have to end the trip. Like it was late enough on the trip that they didn't need as much water. I guess. Wow. But wow. Uh, Alina was the one after me to shower, and she ran out of water very quickly, and like with shampoo and conditioner on in her hair still. But yeah, I can't not shower. Like this you, is my yeah, worst but, okay, nightmare. But Dina, did you turn the shower off while you were lathering your hair? Did you keep the water mm, running? Mm, I don't know. It takes yeah. me four seconds to lather my hair. Probably. It doesn't matter. The way that you're supposed to do like a water conserving shower is you wet yourself and then you do yeah. all the soaping and everything with the water uh, no, off. Well, no one taught me that. And then you rinse yourself. They really just it's said. Logic. Yeah, but they really just said like don't shower. And that wasn't an option for me mm. because, you know, they're like, oh, you'll clean yourself in the ocean. I'm wearing a wetsuit all day in the, in the grimy ocean. I'm at, you know, I got a shower. Uh, I feel like I wouldn't be more as bothered by that as I am by, like, sand. I don't like having, like, sand yeah. in my butt crack. Oh, but. the other thing that's my worst nightmare is they could not service the porter potties because no one could get in and out, and the porter potties were in service. Porter so, potty. Porter, porter, I always have trouble with that. The porter potties. The porter potties, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Say it for real, Catalina. Uh, porta potty. Porta potty. To port one's potty. Porta potty. Okay. Por- no, it's like you're porting the porta potty. Porta potty. Okay. okay. It's not a hard word. <laughs> for me it is. Um, not unserviced porta potties are my worst nightmare too. Yeah, there was a uh, girl had a video leaving one of the, I'm not going to say it again. You say it. Porta potties. One of the bathrooms. <laughs> And she had a tarp going. The tarp, it made her not sink into the water or the mud, excuse me. But then when the tarp ended, she showed her feet like sinking in the mud. And everyone's wearing plastic bags on their feet. Well, okay. And before we, I'm too excited about this. Okay. A perfect example of like the internet being such an annoying place and TikTok also being such an annoying place is like, yes. This is a bunch of rich people trapped in the desert. People were saying, like, it's it's giving the submarine, you know? Like, Titan. I was thinking um, about yeah. that, too. Yeah. Um, but then you have people commenting that are like, this is what the 
unhoused have to deal with every day and it's like oh my god like okay yes we get it we get it we get it there's always gonna be like i definitely get it but simmer down just let us watch the porta potty video yeah you know but the foot thing the reason they're wearing plastic bags is um because they're avoiding getting what one user calls playa foot Oh my god, yeah. Oh, Do you know what playa foot actually is? Do you know? No, no. It's trench foot. Is like this? what people got their feet like amputated in like World War II. No. It's no. basically when your when your skin can't dry and just like sopping wet all the time. And then So they're calling it playa foot, but it's trench foot and it's like I guess there's something with the mud which makes it even harder to get your feet to dry and then it gets cracked and it cakes in and you get deep cracks in your feet foul and people are just there's these videos of people just like dancing in the mud it's but like, they have but they have the plastic oh no, without the plastic some are barefoot some are barefoot oh no 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 mm-hmm. i mean to make it about me i can relate <laughs> minorly when I went to the Beale Street Music Festival in Memphis Mm -hmm. it was raining a lot and it was Mm -hmm. a music festival outside and it was very muddy Um, but I had rain boots did you get trench foot? (laughs) I had rain boots on and the rain boots were great Uh, the only like really foul thing was I dropped my phone in the mud and it went pretty deep and then I had to grab it up out of the mud and it's you know i just brushed it off it worked but that is normal mud it was normal mud that's the other aspect of this this isn't normal mud this is dried up lake basin mud no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no thank you Mm -mm. and the cracking skin (gasps) Uh uh-huh but again why does one put themselves through this because it's a radical life experience. <laughs> but why? I actually do. I have a friend who went to Burning Man. We all have one friend who went to Burning well, Man. And that is <laughs> the user um, at Stop It Paris talks about hating people who go to Burning Man and the types of people who go to Burning Man. I have never met a person who goes to Burning Man every year who is not the most annoying person I've ever met in my life. Every single one of them is more annoying than the next. First person I ever met who used to go to Burning Man every year was this girl who I used to hang out with in DC. And keep in mind that I was like 17 years old when I was hanging out with this girl and she was significantly older than me. She was like 25, 26. She found out she was accidentally pregnant about three months before Burning Man. She decided to still go to Burning Man and still get fucked up out of her mind the entire time she was there because she had already decided that she was giving up her baby and that I guess that didn't matter. There's nothing wrong with making a decision about what you want to do with the child that's inside your own body, but that you don't get to like hurt them. That girl now spends her days posting chemtrail conspiracy theory videos. While I find the original concept of steampunk burnouts going into the middle of the desert to get high on drugs for five days to be honestly insufferable, I find it even more insufferable that it's turned into a festival where people simply just go to cosplay poverty. What absolutely boggles my mind about the current situation of Burning Man is all of this bullshit, all of these bullshit principles that burners have put into place, like radical self-reliance, leave no trace, leave no moop, all, all of that. It, it, it's, it's fucking bullshit at the end of the day. There are rich people on the playa right now that are selling 15 minutes of Starlink access so that people can contact their loved ones at home. People love to say things about Burning Man like, oh, it's a big community. We've all got each other's backs. 
No, you don't. There's 75,000 of you. You don't know each other. In a group of 75,000 people, there are good people, there are bad people, there are all different types of people. Add on top of that, losing resources by the day and being stuck in the middle of the desert with no way to get out. You could put as little as two people in a room together who have known each other their entire lives, take away all their resources, and they will turn against each other. Now imagine 75,000 people in the middle of freaking nowhere with all of their resources dwindling by the minute. If you're naive enough to go into the desert with 75,000 people and expect that community is going to be what gets you through, then stay out there. This reminds me, there's an episode of How To with John Wilson, the show, a show on HBO that I love. And he interviews these two, this couple, because they're blasting music at all hours of the night. So their neighbors are really upset. And when he talks to the couple who's blasting music, they're just like, yeah, the neighbors should be appreciative of the music we play. And there's a little baby that they have that they they keep up all night with this music and come to know. They're like, well, everyone should just go to Burning Man. Like, those are the types of people who go to Burning Wait, Man. Is this a reality show? Um, it's a it's a docu it's a documentary. Very, oh. Yeah. So it's real people. Yeah. Real yeah, yeah, yeah. They're real burners. Yeah, it's a documentary. Wow. I mean. Uh- I don't know. I don't want the burners to come for me, especially yeah. the like the OG burners who I understand were doing this like artistic adventure yeah. in the desert. But yes, it has become a beast that yeah. is it's doing more harm than good, it seems. Okay, I will say something positive. Here's what I like about the burners. I think they're not judgmental of like, I don't think they would be mad that we're critiquing them. They are very much like, I want to teach you about, I don't know. It depends. I don't think it depends who the burner is. You can't make a generalization about this like hundreds of thousands people festival. Uh, Okay. But I will say I've got to give some of them credit because like as much as we're hating on them, I think a lot would just say like, you know, like this is what I like about it. Experience it. Yeah. And like, these are the things I like and maybe like you don't know exactly what, what happens there. Um, I did go on, uh, I did date two people who were burners. One, no, 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 not like I went on one date. One day. Was this the man who gave you a Blu-ray DVD of Paddington Bear 2? He was not a burner, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you tell me the names? You can bleep them. No, Do I don't I don't even remember the names, these people. Oh, okay, okay, so one was one date. Oh, okay. Ew, okay. and it came up during the date? Yeah, the... It did, yes. Oh, oh no, Dina. Yeah, oh, no. that was why that lasted one day. The other one I went on a few days with, he wasn't a burner. He, like, made food for people who were at Burning Man, but, like, he ended up really liking it. It's like, ugh, it's... It's a I mean, if you're at a music, fe- if you're at a festival, there's like this sense of community. I can see yeah. how you, obviously, like anyone, I could have fun if I went to a place like that. I Without be, a shower? Mm, not fun for The me. closest I ever came to that was I went to a music festival in Portugal that was like 10 days long and the showers were communal showers, which I hated. And people were like peeing everywhere. It smelled really bad. Oh. And I left for several days and went to the south of Portugal. And so I was yeah. only there for maybe, I don't know, four Two days. nights. <laughs> yeah, five. 10 days but is just extreme. That's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Uh, have we had enough? 
Burning Man yet? Should um, we move on? Yeah, I mean, now I just want to know who died, but um, I think that that pretty much covers that Burning Man has really been all over the TikTok or you page, and with good reason, because it is a historic year. And I think that we're learning that TikTok has a similar function to Twitter, in mm-hmm. which it's like breaking news, right? Twitter yeah. oftentimes was breaking news. And with TikTok, we have a same like decentralized user-generated breaking news about different experiences or events. Very well said. And in real news, yes, I looked this up. The headline for it says, one person had died at the event in the Black Rock Desert. Authorities said on Sunday, providing few details, an investigation is underway. Yeah, they, they could have died of anything. They could have died Absolutely. of yeah. a drug overdose. Yeah, for sure. Died. I mean, we didn't even touch um, upon the, like, drug use. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, they could also have died of just, like, old age. <laughs> okay, yes. Yes, anyone could die from anything. At, at any time. At any time. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Moving on. Moving on. Catalina, what does your algorithm think you want to see this week? Well, apparently it's something you don't want to see. <laughs> because it's not in English, Dina's preferred language. I could I can't understand what you sent me. I'm sorry. Okay. It was, it it's is, in Spanish. I, it's, I'm not I'm not gonna play the audio, so explain. Okay. It, it is a TikTok video. Obviously. Great. By a 14-year-old kid whose username is El Cromas, E-L-C-R-O-M-A-S-S. And it is a video. This is a kid who has a significant following on the app. And this video has, at the moment, as of recording, 1.7 million views. He has around, at the moment, around um, 700,000 followers. And he does a compilation in this video of his basically a day of going to the grocery store with his grandma. So it's really cute because it's the two of them going to the grocery store and his style of shooting the video is like very characteristic of this. It's like his, you know, his, his style as a cinematographer, but you're seeing this. So we're essentially, these people are making short films on TikTok. So I would say he's making a short film. And in this specific short film, it's him and his grandma going to the grocery store and they get caught in the rain. And it's just really cute and funny. There were a lot of comments, which is why I thought you might like it. That you, were like, you have to specify. You have to t- Well, I usually always look at the comments, but if I think a comment section is like off the charts, great. I always say comments. Mm, to, you know, to our mm, TikTok mm. group. Yeah, it's all about the comments. So, like, you, you sometimes I need people need direction. You know, well, you can see in the comments that it's transcending language barriers right. because all the comments are in English. And I've actually found this a lot with Spanish language content is frequently, not just Spanish, m- many um, TikToks that are in different language mm-hmm. languages, frequently the comments are still in English, well, even yeah. though the TikTok is in Spanish and even though the user is Spanish speaking. Mm-hmm the comments will frequently be in English. And this is a case like that where everyone's like, I love this. I don't even know what he said, but right. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> right. So I, it is really cute. And I love me some grandma content. So mm-hmm. it's great. I'm surprised mm-hmm. it didn't show up on my For You page because I'm all about the old people content. And you can see if you go to his um, page, he has right now one, two, three, four, five, six, like eight videos 
And they're all this same style, short films, text above it, and sort of choppy. And I recommend. Amazing. Well, speaking of short films and filmmaking, <laughs> on my For You page this week was a video by at Danny underscore Lyle. And it just was me in high school. For your final project, you can either write a 2,000 word essay or make a video. Uh, yeah, we're making a freaking video. Instead of seven pages of writing, we only need to write one. We just need to make sure this is funny, cool, and entertaining to a room full of our most judgmental peers. I just need to gather the equipment, teach myself iMovie, and teach myself how to use the equipment as well. I need to cast five other kids, organize them against their will, and probably get in a fight with all of them. I am going to insist that we have a rap, even though everyone in our class is white and untalented. We're gonna spend a hundred dollars on this which at this point in our lives is like a thousand dollars i'm the only one who knows video editing so i'm gonna stay up for eight hours the night before and resent the fuck out of everyone that's why i did the essay it only took like an evening essays are lame so yes i was always the person to be like i don't want to write a paper i'm gonna make a video but it would take many many more hours to actually make said film but it was worth it. I had a great time. And now that's sort of like it is what I do for a living. So, you know, it yeah. all worked out. I also, this video resonated with me because as a university professor, oftentimes I've tried to give assignments that are more creative in nature. And students are like really reticent to do a creative project. I think, first of all, because they're worried on how they're going to be graded or mm-hmm. like what the stipulations are. And second of all, because now they know it's too much work. It's so, too much work. But <laughs> yeah. also, I always got an A. Because even if it was terrible, there's one project I did with Alina for physics. And my mom took us to like the Sony Center to make automatas, which are just like things you wind up and then they move. Mm-hmm. And we, when we went to present them, they broke down within the first second I wheeled it. But because we made a video that was a terrible video, I think I zoom in at one point on Alina's cold sore and she's like, look, Ew. look at my cold. Like it was a joke. Still got an A because, you know, we just made a, a dumb video. Well, you know, my notorious high school project video, which was for AP English, we did a beauty pageant <laughs> competition of protagonists, like female protagonists <laughs> from the different books we had read, which also is so weird that that was what we came Very up with. Creative. But friend of the pod, Ashley, of the pod. was Tichaba and had a scene where she was dancing in the woods and she was supposed because in the crucible i guess she's naked or they claim (laughs) that she's naked and so she's dancing in the woods and she's supposed to be naked but we're in high school and so she's wearing like tacky (laughs) shorts and a nude camisole i like that you say because she's in a high school not like she just (laughs) wouldn't want to be naked on video in general i would think (laughs) it wasn't like maybe now she would (laughs) (laughs) but i I mean now i feel like maybe someone would get like skims or a unitard but but we were we were working with a limited budget limited wardrobe options and it's yeah. a great video That's so good really we should make a it. reel of that honestly honestly we should uh, my first documentary was about coney island it was instead of ap in ap history so that's why i also love coney island know all the facts because i did a little little documentary every on single it. one of them she knows every single i know fact. all the coney facts yeah name one fact well you get the best cotton candy at williams candy store <laughs> 
According to whom? <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> That's not a fact. I know. <laughs> um, the cyclone is 96 years old. As of what year? This year. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to go for the 100th anniversary? I best be going in four years. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. See you there. Okay. All right. Excellent. And we both had something come across our For You pages. I did one of the cardinals I committed. One of the potties. One of the cardinal sins of sharing TikToks with your friends, which is sending a TikTok that was already sent by your friend or in the chat. I do frequently... I do frequently do this. I've tried to be better about it now, but sometimes you just lose track. You lose track. As per my last TikTok I sent you 20 minutes ago, <laughs> this same, you do, you are such a perpetrator I know, of that crime. This is etiquette. This is etiquette. This is TikTok etiquette. This is TikTok etiquette that has if arisen. I send you a TikTok, watch it. But then if you don't watch it, don't then send me one thinking that you had it first. Well, how am I supposed to know that I didn't have it first if I didn't watch it? Basically, I'm obligated to watch all TikToks that are sent to me. Correct. Okay. Well, that's fine. Anyway. (laughs) So (laughs) this is from at Teachers Off Duty Podcast. And it's a guy. It's a podcast. So shout out to their podcast. What I do in my Spanish classes, I give them a budget and I'm like, hey, here is $2,000. You and your three classmates in your group have to plan a vacation. I don't give them many parameters. I'm just saying you have to, you're going June 16th because that's when school ended. I want to see how long you can go and they have to plan this out. Do you know how many of these vacations I have taken over the years? They have to show me what site they went to with the full URLs. <laughs> and this group does excursions and this group does meal plans. And I, send, I bring in the pictures the next year so they can see how their work went. To, that's the part that teaching can be fun. It can be fun because you can do a cool project. They're learning all of this stuff. When I'm at home, when I could, they're like, oh, well, you should be doing that research at home. Yeah, guess what? I'm grading their papers at home. Yeah. So this is effective use of time and that should go on my permanent record, okay? Because that is just good, sound pedagogy. This is such a great idea. Catalina, you need to do this with your students. Well, it's too late. I don't teach language anymore. Uh, I don't really know what I... This is a hilarious idea. That's so good. Also, I went through the comments and so many people were like, I do that. Or my professor did that. Yes, Catalina, you're a professor. I mean, you got it. Like, you need to use your students for something. I use them for my life's purpose. That was beautiful. Okay. Mm. I think we can and move on now. Very genuine. <laughs> no, I want to talk about this more. Okay, fine. <laughs> my favorite comment was one person was like, I did this in a class, but I said I was going to stay with my Dominican cousins, and my my teacher was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, it is really smart. Although, I have to say, I don't think I've ever, and maybe this is just, like, my own shortcoming, I don't think I've ever planned a trip and prior to the trip established a budget for the trip. Mm, I would same, same. Yeah. But that, is, that was the whole exercise for students. That was, no. like, how he said, you know, teaches them about budget. Yeah. I would like, I would... I would like to get that as a high school student back in high school. It would be a fun project, I think. I mean, I've just never done that. I always sort of like backwards engineer and then regret the choices that I made. (laughs) Actually, same. (laughs) Excellent. 
Excellent. What else is new on TikTok, Dina? All right, on our celebrity on TikTok, this is one of my favorite things. Uh, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow came across my TikTok, but it wasn't her page. It was an ad, and it was the worst ad you've ever seen. Uh, it was for something called Seed, and the comments are incredible. But first, I'll play the audio. So this is a 24 strain probiotic, and um, not not the kind that you find in yogurt and stuff like that. Uh, no, this is making steaming some milk, um, and it's so good for bloating and regularity. So I have no idea what this product is. The it's first... a probiotic. Okay, but still, like, she's not really explaining anything well. The first comment that's amazing was, I mean, for real, steaming milk, it's almost hilarious, question mark. Another comment was, dying, she really said I'm going to get paid either way. They got one take. Okay, I feel like, you know how we talk frequently about how TikTok is... The TikTok aesthetic is like anti glossy. Yes. Which actually come to think about it, the El Cromas kid like is sort of on the verge of being too glossy for the app, you know? But I, I guess the style is amateur enough or amateur seeming enough that it's like still okay. But when it comes to advertisements, when it comes to brands, being a little more up to date with the trends and up to date with the overall aesthetic of the platform, which is not refined, is yeah. important. So my idea when I was watching this was like, is this just them going like as extreme as possible in that direction? Like, was right. this intentional? They were like, just videotape the most unhinged shit that you can possibly <laughs> think of. <laughs> or try the least. Because it'll get people talking. But you're absolutely right about the aesthetic of ads. I think when you... Anyone who comes across a glossy ad knows it's an ad, so they scroll. But a lot of ads will say, like, 10 things I blah, blah, blah about profile. And it's like you think it's an influencer doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, so you want you want it to not look like an ad when it's an ad. But I think that other guy, the, the Spanish guy you were talking about, when it's someone whose brand is to ha make polished content and it, they're not trying yeah. to sell you something, it's like completely different. True, true. Yeah. Good point. Thank you. I I think that it's intentional. I think that this yeah. ad was intentionally bad because it got it got us talking. We're currently doing talking. promo. Yeah, and the for comments this are great. Probiotic. <laughs> I have to tell you the two other comments that I love. It's just one of them is this ad. I'm crying. She don't give a fuck. <laughs> and lastly, and she never says the brand. LOL. This is a masterpiece. <laughs> You know what it's giving is Nicole Kidman's, like, AMC. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's I mean, this seed ad is pretty iconic. It's high camp. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I watched it, you know, and I read the comments. I watched it multiple I times. I time with the ad. Yeah. And I was just like, what Brilliant. is happening? It's, it's revolutionizing marketing in a yeah. very deranged direction. Yeah. Well, now, will you buy seed? No, definitely not. I also think Cloud just said it gave him diarrhea. <laughs> okay, so now we're anti uh, anti seed. God. Yeah, I don't. Well, know there goes our sponsorship. Like is pushing me. <laughs> Would you buy seed? No. Yeah, no. I'm only going to buy like store brand probiotics. Let's be real. I can't afford yeah, that. Yeah, I'll buy the the Dwayne Reed version or the Walgreens version. Dwayne. And then he'll go to the Porter Potty. The Porter Potty. <laughs> yeah.
All right, let's move on to our food drink section. Do you notice how I didn't say food drink trend section, Kelly? But I did want to let you know that I tried two trends. Oh, please update us. One was more of a trend. Well, I do not really a trend. I okay. tried the tomato drink. <gasps> you from, did? Mm-hmm, oh, my friend okay. made it. It was and? good. It was pretty good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. It was just like a syrup, essentially. I spoke a big game all weekend about making this tomato drink, and I didn't because my dad didn't have sherry or mezcal, which are like the two main alcohols in them. You can make it with tequila. Okay. But in the original video, she says she makes tomato chong. Mm-hmm. So all weekend, my running joke was that I'm going to make tomato chong, but I never did. <laughs> Well, I had two of them. I had okay. one, the first, so I don't really like mezcal. Mm. Okay, so you had it with regular tequila. I had it with regular tequila, and then I had a second one mm-hmm. with mezcal when I was a little like, oh, right. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have it with mezcal this time. And I didn't like it. You didn't like um, it. Okay. But it's because I don't like mezcal. It's like, it's a me problem. It's not a, it's not an issue with the drink itself. Um, the sherry was quite nice. I liked yeah. that touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friend, the salt and pepper rim, I'm not sure if she does that in the video, but when she you does. do like a salt mm-hmm. rim, she does. that was also a nice touch. I thought it was quite nice. That's And she left the tomatoes overnight with the sugar mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. the chong. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, I also so think cool. she kept saying like, you could make it with vodka too. It would just taste more maybe like a martini. I should have done it. We have so many tomatoes at my parents' house. Oh, I'm upset now. Well, next next time you can make some chong. Okay. Chong and it, then chong it up. The second TikTok recipe that I made that I don't necessarily think is a trend, but it was a girl making a video or making a pizza that she had seen a dietitian making. I don't know. Also, as I made this pizza, I was like, what dietitian said to make this pizza? But it was the Trader Joe's pre-made pizza dough, the herb one, and then you get the Trader Joe's garlic spread. You put that over then you're supposed to put this like sauce. I can't remember the name of it. It's like a spicy pepper sauce. We didn't have that, but I did have a, a tomato sauce that I made for pizza that was a little spicy. So I put that oh. on. Then you put burrata. We didn't have that. I'm realizing now <laughs> you just substituted everything. Great. You followed the trend. Well, really Trader Joe's was out of two of these things, which oh, makes me think that it is a trend okay. because it was out of two of like the major ingredients mm-hmm. in this pizza. But I had mozzarella. So I put mozzarella and then you put the herbed pearl mozzarella. And then you get the Trader Joe's charcuterie, which is like chorizo, soprasada, and um, prosciutto. And you like tear that up. The girl in the video used the entire package. I was okay. like, honey, what? In this economy? Then, in this economy. <laughs> then you bake it. Then the girl put hot honey. Oh, that sounds good. Arugula. Oh. Balsamic glaze. And oh, a little bit of the oil, better. the herb oil from the mozzarella pearls. She also used the entire container of mozzarella pearls. She she must be rich. I don't Extreme. know. I was conserving a bit more. Okay. But the, good? Best, the oh. best part of it was heating up that garlic dip. The hot garlic t- dip. on the Not being on the Underneath bread. Underneath as like just a base. Gotcha. The pizza crust was whatever. I, I make better pizza crust. It, you know, that's going to happen when you buy a pre-made pizza crust. Okay. But the garlic dip. With the tomato over it was a really nice combo. Highly recommend. Pro tip, just heat up some garlic dip and chug it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's the new probiotic. Okay. Um, Okay, but anyway. I'm so happy you tried two TikTok trends. Yeah. 
we have for this week there is a username at trains with shay and she's going over like skinny versions of the fall starbucks drinks pov you're on a fitness journey and the new fall flavors from starbucks came out don't worry boo you know i got you i ordered all five flavors in a lower calorie version you guys know i ride or die for you we're gonna try these and i'm gonna show you how to order them so some of these drinks i got from kohl's and if you're not following her what is you doing and she told me word for word that the pumpkin chai shaken espresso slaps her ass so that's what we're gonna try first how you're gonna order it is a grande shaken espresso with almond milk no classic syrup one pump of pumpkin one pump of chai shake her on up i need a good ass smacking so let's get into it Next, I've already tried this and I like it, but we're gonna try it for good measure. This is 180 calories, the regular is 390 calories, so you're saving a significant amount of calories and I do not like to sacrifice flavor. You could modify this even further down, but shit needs to taste good. It's a pumpkin spiced latte. You're just gonna ask for no whip with almond milk, very simple. Let's try her out, cheers. Bone apple tip, absolutely magnificent. Next on the list is a pumpkin chai latte. It's about 190 calories. You're gonna order a grande almond milk latte with one pump of chai and two pumps of pumpkin. Ooh, don't be mad at me, but I like this better than the first one. Pumpkin cream cold brew. You're gonna order a grande cold foam cold brew. You're gonna ask for two pumps of sugar-free vanilla instead of the regular vanilla that comes in the cold brew. And you're gonna ask for one pump of pumpkin in the cold foam and no regular vanilla in the cold foam. So good. Next is a grande apple shake and espresso. You're gonna order it with almond milk, two pumps of apple, apple brown sugar syrup, one pump of sugar-free vanilla. Shake her on up. Fabulous. I made this one up. Okay, before I saw this video, I tried the Apple Crisp Shaken Espresso uh, because my friend had had it. She's like, I got it. It's good. I said, okay, I'm going to get it. It's good. And me just being me, I said, mm, I want to be skinny today. Mm. So I pretty much did her modification without even like seeing this video. So I felt mm. like real proud of myself. Drink is delicious. How much? Have you like tried $7? it? $7? No. I don't you know what? It was... It was $7. I actually do go to Starbucks. I go to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I go to Starbucks when I'm at the airport or like mm -hmm. in transit. Yeah, to treat yourself. But I don't I don't generally go to Starbucks like in my day-to-day -day life. Yeah, I don't go in my day-to-day. -day. I do it for a little treat. I would have to really go out of my way to go to a Starbucks. Oh, which is like, I have why to am like, I doing that? Literally roll down like my block and I'm there and 30 yeah, seconds. No, but another thing that I like to do is if and when I get the Starbucks points. Yes, we love it. Then points. you hoard your points you do. so that when you're at the airport, that's when you use your points. Okay. For your free drink. Want to know why? Why at the airport? Because the airport is more expensive. Many times only has grande venti mm -hmm. and is more expensive. You know, it's the airport isn't more expensive than the New York City ones, so I just I just use it in New York City, baby. All right, whatever. But pro tip: use it at the airport. Use your points at the airport. It's where you, where they're gonna go the furthest. I always try to maximize how much money it's like the drink is. So mm -hmm. I always try to get up to at least like a fourteen, fifteen dollar drink. Oh, you can oh, yeah with, your, with the free with your, points your yeah free yeah points. yeah. i don't even know how to do that oh it usually ends up being a disgusting drink <laughs> but i gotta i gotta play the system see i'm the worst because i'll just be like yeah i'll just get like a cold brew <laughs> oh no no i got i, I try to get that 15 dollars drink okay lastly this came up on both our for you pages you sent it to me. I was like i i got that like a week ago but users at huskris house chris <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm unwell. <laughs> All right. Anyway, 
I have been waiting for upwards of mm, give or take two weeks to take this specific exact Diet Coke break because all of my ingredients have had to marinate, okay? And what do I mean by marinate? That is the recipe to success for a perfect, stunning, beautiful, crispy Diet Coke break. So I'm gonna show you right now my recipe for a perfect Diet Coke. First thing, we have our crispy, cold Diet Coke. This Diet Coke has been in the fridge for mm, upwards of two weeks. I've said this before and I will say it again. The longer it has been in the fridge, the crispier it will be. My minimum time in the fridge is probably two to three days. Like. It is so unbelievably important that it has time to marinate in the fridge. Second thing, you guys already know, some variation of true citrus, okay? I have true lime today, I have true orange, and I have true grapefruit. We'll see which one I go with. Third thing, you need a glass straw, okay? These colorful ones are really fun. It really up-levels the drink. Not a requirement, but I would say at least some form of a glass straw. And then the last thing, you guys, frozen cup. Just any cup, a glass cup. I get these ones from Amazon. I also have the CB2 ones. They're incredible, but I did not realize what an up level it would be to be fully frozen. Okay, this has been in the freezer for a long time. I don't wanna know how long, but it's been in there for a long time, just for this moment. I fill up with my ice and then we'll be good to pour. Also ice is crucial. It doesn't have to be pebbled ice, but I prefer pebbled. Stop, I'm actually salivating right now. It's the sound of a beautiful, perfect Diet Coke. We're both Diet Coke drinkers. What okay, do you think we, of this? I would call us both Diet Coke drinkers, but we're not like Diet Coke stands in the sense yes. like I don't keep Diet Coke in my house. I go through phases where a lot, most of the time, I don't have Diet Coke in my house, but sometimes I'll get like a 12 pack. My brother's wife, Emily, she'll, she gets up, drinks Diet Coke. Like she oh, no, is constantly no, no, like always drinking no. Diet Coke. And there's no, no, no. A, a people I work with who are constantly no. doing that. So, but I like what this user you know this content creator says it's like it's a treat yes well i like sometimes so frequently i are also i also associate diet coke with when i'm in transit when i'm driving a far distance i'd love to get like a diet coke fountain soda that's my Ugh. treat like at the rest stop i'll get a diet coke fountain soda okay on the count of three let's say the best version of diet coke okay ready okay three one two, two. Three. McDonald's fountain soda. Fountain soda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I had to say the location where it was from. <laughs> so McDonald's is the best, okay. best kind. This is the undisputable ranking. Go for it. Fountain soda. From McDonald's. Um, I also like those little machines. Well, where you can yeah. get the flavor. Although I don't, I don't do that. But you know what also infuriates me that you can't get a slurpy diet coke and it's because it won't freeze correctly apparently they used to have them they used and, to yeah. yeah they don't I have was, them anymore i, was I want wondering, one so bad i want to, one so bad i went to the movies last week and i got an icy at first i screwed it up because i got i wanted all you know i loved mixing all the flavors but the apple and it was like ninja turtle theme so it was green because the movie's out and so i got a little bit and it overpowered all of the blue and all of the red, and I was very displeased. I had my first icy of my entire life this summer. Mazel tov. Thank you. I had always <laughs> had Slurpees, never had an icy. They're pretty much they're, they're the same thing. No, they're not. The texture is quite different. Yeah, very, you're right. You're different. actually right. But, I do miss those Diet Coke ones. Oh, my God. Oh, now all I want is Diet Coke. We should start a business slushy. that is diet coke slushies but or ices but actually but there's something like with the chemicals that it doesn't work apparently i did some research <laughs> yeah but why did it used to work 
I don't think it did. I think that's why they discontinued it because it like wasn't working. It was just melting. I remember it working know, just we can, fine. We can look more into it, but yeah, I don't think melting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I blame capitalism. Something about Coke I don't. probably didn't have a deal with someone uh, somewhere. Yeah, you don't blame <laughs> capitalism for once, Catalina. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so it goes fountain soda. Yes, I know. I'm so terrible today. I was like, stop yelling about. Porta potties. <laughs> it's not capitalism. <laughs> Something's wrong with me. Please arrest me. Okay. Cancel me. Okay. Fountain soda. <laughs> Number two. Can. Can. Cold can like this girl. Cold can. The little flavor packets that she recommends. That smart. Interesting. At first I thought it was Splenda and I was like, that is foul. No, no, no. But the hint of lime, hint of uh, lemon. Sometimes I start having like existential thoughts about the idea of putting lime or lemon into a Coke and it starts grossing me out. But Why? like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. Once okay. in a while I just like, let me, it's like when you think about anything too much. Mm-hmm. Well, are you ever <laughs> going to get through this list? Um, well, there's only one more. And then the oh. third is bottle. Third is worst. You missed a whole subcategory, okay? Glass bottle. Oh, very infrequently have I had a glass. Yeah, I guess glass bottle. Glass bottle better than plastic bottle. Plastic bottle is lowest. Yes, correct. <gasps> Once. And this was an unforgivable sin. I asked my friend, we were going to the movies. He like, said, can I get you a soda? And and I said, yes, please. And he got me a bottle. A bottle. I've heard that story approximately <laughs> 74 times from you. Um, I probably told it on this podcast. <laughs> you probably have. That reminds me of a Snapple. They, you know, I asked my mom to get Snapple and she went to Costco and she got the plastic bottles of Snapple instead of when it used to be glass. The glass Got bottles it. were the best. The plastic bottle of Snapples, oh, I never let her Well, and that now down. we know from the so- the psalm from last week that, like, your drinking vessel really changes the really flavor of what you're does. drinking. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why, Dina, you shouldn't drink your wine out of a plastic cup. I don't know if I'm going to change that. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. We got to move on. Okay, learning on TikTok. This one's a great one because it's about a... TikTok learning and it's life changing. Life changing. The users at Roxy Facer. Okay, to the girl that made that video saying if you hold your finger down on the left side of the screen while watching TikToks, then it'll fast forward through it twice as fast. Thank you so much. Was this announced? No, I didn't know about this until I saw this video too. And she says she saw it from someone else's video. So I've been using this feature I, like it's this. my especially if we're we're trying to get through the TikToks. We're trying to yeah. see what the trends are. We're trying like, to see the fret tre- You know, some people talk slow, so I'm you know, it's like yeah. two times speed. It's amazing. It's perfect. You can I you can it. listen to this podcast in two times speed if you want to. Well you can listen to most things. Any, most in two things. Times exactly. Speed. So yes. So TikTok, I was, that's and great. if you press on the right side of the screen, it does not rewind it because I checked. I oh, was like, oh maybe they made right. it rewind. Doesn't no. rewind. So yeah, if you just hold down the left side of the screen two times. It's perfect. Double the TikToks in half the time. It really is a game changer. Especially because they just keep introducing longer and longer Exactly, TikToks. exactly. Like they're actually rewarding content creators for longer content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we're seeing more of it. All right. Should we do a final item? Yes. Can we skip the Costco chicken? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I didn't put the Costco chicken in. 
<laughs> you wanted it in. You said put it in next week. Okay, it's not that important. We can okay, skip the Costco God. chicken. Let's skip the Costco chicken. Okay, right. final item. Final item. Pickle sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're a little we're a little we're late behind. On the pickle sweatshirt. But it's still coming up. The last video I saw is by a username at John Thrifts. Okay, let's talk about the pickle sweatshirt. You've seen a lot of videos about it. I've made a video about it. And here's the tea. Why is everyone buying it? They're not. Well, some people are, but the creators showing you the product, they probably got it for free. If it's not obvious by now, TikTok is really pushing their TikTok shop. They're trying to compete with Amazon and their Amazon storefront, Amazon influencer program. So this was a free sample. I did not pay for this. There's not a bunch of fashion products on there, so I thought this would be interesting to review. When you agree to get the free sample, you are agreeing to make a video about it. I wanted to test out TikTok shop because I've seen so many people get views on their TikTok shop videos, and they're definitely inflating the views on those videos. As far as the sweatshirt itself, it's not bad. It's a Gildan Heavy Blend Blank. They're selling it for $44. And again, it's like a cute, fun gift idea for someone that loves pickles. TikTok is rewarding creators for posting about TikTok shop items. And we knew this because you have access to the marketplace. You could have the pickle sweatshirt. I could have the pickle sweatshirt for free. I could. Why don't you? I'm lazy. I, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. But you have to, I, and then I have to post a video so I could make, you know, I'll do trial and error. But also, like, the yeah. pickle sweatshirt's played out. Like, I kind of don't want the pickle sweatshirt. Well, okay, sorry. It's a cool sweatshirt, but too many people have it now. Or is it just that I think too many people have it because I'm getting served so many videos I of think it? That in our age demographic, not too many people have it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know? So <laughs> I met a girl yesterday who asked me to show her four different forms of ID to prove that I was 34. Because she thought you were younger? Yes, because apparently I've fallen into a group of like 20 somethings here in Columbus. So I was okay. assimilating. Catalina, I saw your Be Real this weekend. And I wanted to leave a comment, like, are you still at the bat mitzvah? Because I thought you were hanging out with, like, bat mitzvah-age children. But I thought you would be friends with them on Be Real. And I, I, I thought, mm, better not post that on the public forum. But they look really young. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they are. Oh, but they're not bat mitzvah Those age. aren't, I mean, two of the girls are ones who are actually my friends. And then it's, like, other people in the group who are their friends. They're quite nice. But, yeah, I'm, like, I could have birthed some of them. I would have been a very young <laughs> mother. Yeah, I'm trying to do the math in my head. Like, you have been, like, mother. nine years old. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, maybe I couldn't have birthed some of them, well, but I could I'm, be their older sister. Let's their significantly end on older sister. Okay, let's end on that positive note of you making friends in Ohio that are young. <laughs> Potentially your children. And we'll be seeing each other this weekend, so I can help you pick something out from the TikTok store. You will. Oh, right. You'll be here. Oh, great. Okay. So hopefully by the next podcast, I will have picked out my item from the TikTok store. Excellent. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.